What's up, people? Good stuff. If you guys haven't followed X-Boy, you're slacking. Yeah. Right, Omar? This music is fire, bro. This comes from uh, this, this, this producer I've been working with for years, dude. Before I even got done doing hip-hop, I've been fucking with X-Boy for years, bro. I'm uh, a little bit upset that he's not still making tracks. But uh, pretty fire stuff, dude. Like I'm not gonna lie, he's one of those. He's one of those producers where they like upload one track and then get rid of their whole their whole like uh, library. So I had to find all his tracks, and I'm very glad I did. But uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into this Tuesday edition of Factions of Freedom, which means it is your Instagram live Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> a lot of crazy shit going on. Not gonna lie to you. A lot of crazy stuff going on. We will be taking your calls, your questions, and more in the second segment. With this one, we are going to be just basically going over uh, current news, topics, things like that. Let me just fly through some of the topics I have listed here for you guys, and then I'll go. In, I'll get into updates and other stuff like that. Uh, psychological operations is something I'd like to get into. Medical shortages, food shortages, water shortages. Uh, artificial austerity, artificial scarcity, uh, socialism for the rich, capitalism, hustling for the poor, uh, 5G, silent weapons for quiet wars, the QAnon phenomena, and this fantastic question that I think kind of encapsulate, uh, encapsulates everything we're talking about. <clears throat> Why have they ruined everything they forced us to believe? I thought the economy was God. This is uh, one of the questions asked by us, and we will get into that in this edition. But first, a few quick updates. Um, right there, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. We, I think, are five or six members away from doing live shows every single Friday. Uh, if you guys want to see me still do shows like this and get access to our group discussion behind the scenes that some of the people in this chat are a part of, join our Patreon exclusive membership program, uh, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. When you get access to it or whenever you join up, uh, you get access to our previous seasons, one all the way up through 10, audio and video, our, <laughs> God, almost four years old documentary, Building the Matrix. You get a, you get a lot, you get access to a lot of stuff, dope music like you heard right there. Uh, and on top of that, you support this operation. You support what we're doing. You help me get the word out. If you haven't noticed, uh, unemployment is up like a motherfucker. This is why I'm trying to create my own thing, uh, create my own platform work for myself, be a self-made independent person, because I've never really wanted to be independent or really really be dependent upon the system for situations like this. So if you guys want to help me continue to be uh, independent, help support independent media, help get the word out, think about joining our patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction exclusive membership program. <clears throat> so, world's going to hell in a handbasket. No, no other way to say it. Let me, let me just start this off by saying we, we reached 250,000 followers. I think that's pretty cool. A quarter of a million followers, if I cared about, let me rephrase that. Um, if numbers and stuff like that was important to me, I wouldn't be creating exclusive membership to have targeted shows with people that are trying to figure out what's going on. So we reached 250,000 followers. I'm very excited about that, but that just means that we have more work to do. This is usually what happens in times of crisis. We grow tremendously. I don't really care why. Uh, it just kind of tells me that people are paying attention to what we're doing. 
it just takes dire moments like this for the word to really get out. So thank you guys for helping us reach 250,000 followers. Pretty cool. There's still more work to do. Uh, going into the weekend, it was brought to my attention by Truly Eco-Friendly that USA Today wrote an article about your boy. Huh. How cool is that? The fact that because we are, uh, <laughs> because we're on Bill Gates' ass about all this, they decided to write an article deciding to fact check us. And if you actually go read the article, they basically confirm everything we've been talking about, uh, but just don't let the dates line up. Like the numbers don't line up. They basically say everything in, everything in the post is legit. It's just the timing and the wording of it all. So, ha <laughs> ha, fuck you, USA Today. I'm on Bill Gates' ass and I'm gonna keep doing this work. I'll put the link for that in the description bar below. If you guys are curious, you can read about it. Uh, Longtime listeners understand my villainous hatred towards Bill Gates. So I'm actually very proud uh, on the cusp of reaching 250 that those people would actually write an article about us. It means that we're actually able to influence the official narrative and get people's attention uh, asking the right kind of questions. So even though, the, even though it's bad press, you stupid bastards, it's good press. Stupid sons of guns. I'll say this and then I'll get into the topics real quick. I was at the range. Um, better yet, I was at the ghetto shooting range because all the ranges are closed. So I got me some new, uh, some new tools this weekend, a couple weeks ago. I didn't get time to take them out. I'm currently looking at them right now. They're sexy. Or better yet, I lost them in a boating accident. Uh, I, I took out my new toys, my new tools this past weekend, and I went out to the ghetto shooting range. And one of the spots I stopped at, I, I stopped like the car and then we went for like a walk in the Arroyo just to kind of carry the gun or carry the tools and see how we felt. And we happened upon another shooting location and I found an iPod charging cord and an introductory into algebra, introduct, introductory into algebra textbook. Looked like it got blown out. Like somebody took a shot into it, you know, and just shot it full of holes next to a couch too. And I couldn't, I took a picture of it too. I think, I don't think I have it on this phone, but the reason I'm telling the story is because this is what kids are doing. Introductory algebra, not even algebra two, advanced algebra, trigonometry, geometry, you know, calculus, none of that. Introductory algebra. Kids already got access to guns and they're already shooting shit up, not really told to do anything. This is the world in 2020 where they've just shut down education, uh, hyper, made us hyper violent, hyper aggressive, destructive, degenerate, uh, nihilistic, apathetic, dehumanized us. And I'm saying that because I shouldn't go to the, I shouldn't go to the range and see introductory algebra books shop. So with that being said, thank you ladies and gentlemen for tuning into this edition of Factions of Freedom. Uh, we're going to be talking about psychological operations, artificial scarcity, socialism for the rich, capitalism for the poor, 5G, uh, silent weapons for quiet wars, the QAnon phenomena, as well as the question of why have they ruined everything they forced us to believe? I thought the economy was God. Now let me get into <clears throat> let me get into the psychological operations behind everything that we kind of see going on. I know people want me to talk about the coronavirus. That's basically what we're talking about in an eggshell or a nutshell, however you want to look at it. I got chicken, so I'm gonna say eggshell. I ain't got squirrels. Um, the psychological operations behind this, and the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because of this article that we posted from Raw Story by Travis Geddes on March 30th. It says Arizona governor slams 
where Arizona governor alarms residents by refusing calls for the COVID-19 lockdown. It's like a sick experiment. I'm starting this transmission off by talking about that simply because uh, you're getting into a point with this hysteria to where people are wanting to love their servitude. You get me? Let me see. Let me see if I can pull up this quote by Aldous Huxley talking about the final revolution and how using a uh, using a combination of barbiturates, pharmaceuticals, and other things, they will be able to get people to love their servitude. Up here, right here, Aldous Huxley, 1961. Quote, there will be, in the next generation or so, a pharmacological method of making people love their servitude and producing dictatorship without tears, so to speak. Producing a kind of painless concentration camp for entire societies so that people will, in fact, have their liberties taken away from them, but rather will enjoy it because they will be distracted from any desire to rebel by propaganda or brainwashing or brainwashing enhanced by pharmacological methods. And this seems to be the final revolution. This was said by Aldous Huxley, the brother, I think the, the, the brother who wrote Brave New World in 1961. So why are we talking about psychological operations? Because we're at the stage with this to where people are beginning to love their servitude. This is why I'm going out every single day. This is why I'm trying to talk to as many people, excite their humanity instead of their servitude. What we're being taught right now is obedience, control, and submission. Clearly, I have a problem with that. I've had a problem with that since we've been covering this. Uh, just before coming onto the air, there's an article from News Punch talking about how Brits have, might as well get used to blackouts. Now, one of the questions we have here, if I can try to fire through this as much as I can, uh, is the three days of darkness. 10 days of darkness is what people are talking about here in the chat. Uh, hashtag 10 days of darkness. I just asked the question of uh, how to access us if the internet or power goes down for three days, but we're already talking about the rationing of power and electricity. Yeah. How the hell does this have to do with coronavirus? I thought this was a disease. What people are gradually beginning to understand is it's not the virus that we have to be worried about, but the totalitarian control that our governments are trying to seize. This is obviously a, a power grab. And if we don't call it out for what it is, it will continue. I'll say this and I'll get back into the topics and try to fire through this. Uh, I was on the Wayfinder podcast's Instagram page just last week talking about how I think it was Secretary of State Mike Pompeo saying that this was a exercise and I, I, I use that click or I use that little uh, that little segment to explain event 201, the global pandemic and all these other things that you see happening. What I'm trying to say is that this is somewhat of an exercise and if we don't continue to buck back, we don't, ex uh, we don't express our civil liberties in an organized fashion, it's gonna continue. This is why you already see governors nationwide uh, doing this lockstep program where, where, where people are going along with it. It's very crazy. I'm not really sure how to explain it, uh, but let me continue on. I'll try, I'll maybe explain it in the aggregate, but let me continue on. A, co a, a concept and a topic that we had talked about just last year was uh, the evolution of warfare. This ties into psychological operations because we broke down that warfare is no longer bang, bang, shoot them up, they're dead. It's now psychological warfare, emotional warfare, spiritual warfare, and now due to the coronavirus, biological warfare. The evolution of warfare is a very real thing, but because people don't take their health serious, they don't take their spiritual relationship with God, the eternal or the, the divine serious, 
it doesn't mean anything. I can't talk, I don't want to go in depth about all this in this segment, but just think about the evolution of warfare and how that's exactly what we're seeing right now. It's a, a war of attrition with consciousness, uh, a battle of the wits, so to speak. And we don't really have a lot of people who are freedom oriented. We don't got a lot of people that want to advocate for individual liberty, individual freedom, a pro-human renaissance-based future. You have a lot of people that are pushing for submission, control, weakness, degeneracy. Obviously, that infuriates me even still, but I can't, can't stay stuck on that. Continuing on, this is the evolution of warfare. Uh, realize, too, and this is another aspect I want to talk about. I just kind of have to fly through it, unfortunately. But it's the censoring of the truth, arresting whistleblowers. When this first broke, I remember making like the correlation that Facebook had recently, throughout all of 2019, systematically figured out a way to get rid of anti-vaccination posts. And then lo and behold, fast forward to where we're at now, they've somehow got a whole vaccine manufacturing system ready to go. When you look at the, 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 the organized, systematic, choreographed nature of how this has been deployed, getting people to hate anti-vaxxers, uh, getting people to think that they're weak, they need help from the government in order to survive, uh, degenerating people to where they don't think vitamins are real, supplements are real, nutraceuticals are fake, you know, that's, that's snake oil. You get people to a point to where they're just basically hanging on by a thread, addicted to goddamn uh, pharmaceuticals and Starbucks trying to get by. You, you've got to think again about the psychological operations of this, the, the evolution of warfare. I shouldn't get up over here and tell people, hey, zinc will help you, magnesium will help you, fish oil will help you, iodine's good for you too, maybe get some, uh, get some silver in you, drink a lot of water, get vitamin C. I shouldn't come up over here and tell people how to take care of their basic health if that were the case. This is another point I try to make uh, when explaining what's going on with the coronavirus and who it's affecting, people with compromised immune systems. But because this is, again, the evolution of warfare, arresting whistleblowers, censoring the truth, people think, well, good Lord, there is no solution. Good Lord, there's no way for me to protect myself. I guess I just have to wait. I just have to wait till a, till a solution is provided to me. This is more of this obedience, more of that submission, more of that weakness, more of that victimology mindset. Fortunately, I can't really stay stuck on this. I've got to move on. Oh, God. I want to say this and I'll move into the medical shortages aspect. Um, and it, this, this this transmission might seem a little all over the place. These are topics that I kind of wrote down. I didn't organize them in a, uh, in a presentative type of way. Um, but I said this in our Instagram story just yesterday and it plays a huge part in the kind of what we're talking about and what we're beating around, the overall larger agenda of what's going on. I don't really talk about bioweapons, bioterrorism, you know, 12 monkeys type of stuff. I don't do that here. I try to prove conspiracies, but I don't talk about, you know, uh, bioweapons and uh, biowarfare and stuff like that. I'm aware of genetic manipulation, genetic engineering and things like that, CRISPR-Cas9, but you've never really heard me talk about biowarfare. The only time I ever have is in this context, when I'm talking about the breakaway civilization, the military industrial complex, Asgardia, uh, the secret space program, the people who have jettisoned themselves off in the space, near Earth, or, near Earth orbit, whatever it is, as soon as they get up there, as soon as they get operational, boom, that's when they release the bioweapon. Uh, successive bioweapons, multiple ones. 
to, 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 to depopulate, to dehumanize. The elite, of the, the, the elite of civilization, the elite of society, take their best and their brightest, they go off into space, and flat earthers, I know they don't believe this, I'm not talking about Galaplaxius 9 or the Pleiades, you know, or Mars, or any of this other crazy stuff, I'm saying near-Earth orbit, just out of the reach of their bioweapons that they're, that they're detonating. So, they take the best and the brightest, the Elon Musk's, uh, the, the Bill Gates, you know, the Jeff Bezos, the Richard Branson's, whoever the hell has the money to go up into space, this, that, and the third, uh, they, get up, they get the brain bugs, take them up into space, the rest of, the rest of us humans here, they launch the bioweapons, degenerate us to a degree to where we're just subservient, and then we have to look to our overlords on the new Mount Olympus, uh, passing down judgment. Now, that's the only time you guys have ever really heard me in the larger context of things explain where bioweapons and where we're at right now, how that fits into stuff. Uh, I'll try to go into more depth about this on this week's podcast episode, but I wanted to kind of slide that in there so people understand that we're going to get through this, but there's also going to be casualties. This is planned. Not only like the event 201, the global pandemic and everything else, but that there is more to this than we're talking about. Oh man, I mean here, <laughs> let me, uh, let me, let me pull this up. You know. I think uh, I thoroughly think that what we're seeing right now is just an organized, an organized agenda to design people to love their servitude. There's nothing else to say to that, and I think that's why I'm getting so, so frustrated and so disgusted uh, by everything. But here, let me say this, and I'll get into uh, these topics: the medical shortages, the artificial scarcity, the austerity measures, and more. Uh, just yesterday, we put up this article from Sons of Liberty Media. It's by Tim Brown. It says, essential staff ordered by the Pentagon to deep underground mountain bunker. And I'm not going to read the actual article, but what I'm going to do is, 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 is explain how just two weeks ago, we read an article on the podcast from the Free Thought Project that talked about various other elite members running the places like New Zealand, uh, Virginia, uh, other countries. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I don't know the countries they're going to, but that the elites are dropping out from their CEO bunkers or from their CEO positions running to the hills and doing God knows what. Again, exp I don't know, again, just explaining the fact that what we're seeing right now is an organized push for the consolidation of power. They're trying to leave us here to deal with all this nonsense. That's what I'm saying, capitalism for the rich, or capitalism for the poor, socialism for the rich. They're here to destroy all this stuff, run away to their bunkers, and then just control this from a distance. I'll, I'll explain more of this like on the podcast episode. I'm just trying to fly through as much of this as, as I can. Um, this is nuts. Either way you slice it, this is nuts, you know? So let me continue on with these topics right here. Artificial scarcity and how that will eventually lead towards austerity measures. Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, and Agenda 2050. If you guys paid attention to what was going on with the, current, with the, the CARES Act, the coronavirus stimulus bill last year, uh, or not last year, last week, seems like a year and a week, good Lord, uh, if you guys are paying attention to that, a lot of people, or a lot of Democrats, more or less, try to insert the Green New Deal, which is just a nuanced way of saying Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. They tried to insert that into the coronavirus stimulus package. And that's actually going to be in there. Uh, I think it was Joe Biden that said, if we can't get it in this round, we'll get it in the next round. And Representative James Clyburn, I talked about this on the podcast, Representative James Clyburn said that this is actually a good position. We're in a good position right now uh, to have this virus and the stimulus package actually 
restructure, restructure America to fit our vision. So what you have to really understand, guys, is what we're seeing right now is an organized plan to restructure the entire economy and our entire uh, political spectrum, the socioeconomic, the sociopolitical reformation, as I've talked about it time and time again. But here, let me get, let me get back into this. The artificial scarcity, artificial scarcity and the austerity measures. Um, <laughs> the medical shortages. This is something I was talking about basically back in February, how 80% of our pharmaceuticals come from China. We don't even manufacture our own drugs. That's who's shipping in all the fentanyl. That's who's shipping in all these drugs that are killing us. We don't even, we don't even make our own medicines. So we're already seeing that. We're seeing the, uh, the detrimental effects or the detrimental effects of that happening. We're seeing what happens when we don't produce our own supplies. China can sell it back to us even higher. Uh, we, they can sell us tainted stuff. They could kill us. We're already seeing medical shortages happen. Uh, people don't want to talk about it, but there are food shortages happening. And where do you think that's going to lead to? Eventually, water shortages. You guys may have seen on the story, I've been posting my Patriot Supply. And some people are saying, hey, how much are you getting to post these? I'm only getting 10% of whatever it is people purchase. There's your answer. But I'm telling you right now, food will become the new toilet paper. There's no other way, that, there's no really other way to say it. We're already here in New Mexico seeing a shortage of eggs. But you're not going to hear about that on, on, on the global news. You're not going to hear about a shortage of wheat, a shortage of rice, a shortage of beans. You're not going to hear about that type of stuff. This is what I'm telling you guys, you need, you, you need to legit get prepared. Go and get something at today's rates with today's taste. It doesn't have to be for me, but you've got to learn to start preparing. If we're already seeing a shortage in N95 masks, respirators, ventilators, uh, pharmaceuticals, this, that, and the third, how long until we see food shortages? You think everybody's just going to sit here and keep waiting forever? No, 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 no. How many people took the time to actually start fixing their diet? Woke Look just said it right there. Grow your own food. How many people are? Just before coming onto the page or onto the show, I set up a deal with uh, a local friend who's growing tomatoes and other things. I'm going to trade her some eggs and some corn and other stuff uh, to just get that up. So to, to, to get back into the point here, medical shortages, artificial scarcity, austerity measures, and so much more. What we're seeing right now, again, is just that the socioeconomic, the sociopolitical reformation. And whenever you have millions of people rushing to the store to get uh, toilet paper, Again, think about it. What's going to happen when they get when they run out of toilet paper? What happens when they run out of food? What happens when they run out of these things? Uh, I couldn't bring myself to post it, but there was an article from Zero Hedge that talked about America's new bread lines. That's right. I hope you're all enjoying your 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 taste of socialism, your taste of communism. Here you go, Bernie Sanders. Here here it is. You see, in communist America, you line up for bread. But in capitalist America, bread lines up for you. <laughs> That's how that works. Like in Soviet Russia, you line up for bread. But in, you know, capitalist America, you, bread lines up for you. That, that's how it should work. But because we're in a different day and age, artificial scarcity. I talked about this even whenever the military were running around uh, their, their military bases, buying up all the food, buying up all the storable goods. They knew something before we did. What the fuck? 
So when I'm, when I'm posting about that, for you guys to get your own storable foods, be it two weeks, four weeks, two months, a couple months, I'm trying to tell you, look, you need to be prepared. Don't know what for. You might have already gone through your extra groceries that you have. Who knows? You, didn't, might, you might not have meal planned. You might not have switched your diet up. Who knows? But you still need to be prepared. Nonetheless, if you're just sitting around for this whole time period thinking it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to breeze by, I feel sorry for you. I legit feel sorry for you, but continuing on, I can't feel sorry for too much. Let me let me let me get down to here. Uh, artificial scarcity, austerity measures, the resource wars, as I've termed them, uh, rationing resources. As I said before, this is something we covered just last year uh, in relation to California power, gas, and electric. Whenever they got sued, they said that prepare for the next ten years uh, for Californians to experience uh, rolling blackouts. Like basically get used to having power for a certain amount of time and then going off. This whole this this whole goddamn coronavirus to me, I swear to God, it just feels like it just feels like a scene at like V or like some science some science fiction movie where the damn aliens come down, traffic like Independence Day, like the traffic stops, you know, nobody's going to work, we're all getting out of our cars, we're looking up to the sky wondering what the hell is this. That that's what this feels like to me. But that's just the a Hollywood portrayal of this. What I'm trying to say is with the lockdowns, the shutting down of society, uh, the resource wars, rationing resources. All of this is a technocracy. All of this is Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, uh, looking at consumption versus production. This is what I tried to mention just last week on the podcast episode when Greta Thunberg talked about having a coronavirus, how we're going to begin to see people actually promoting uh, these slavery tactics. It's the easiest way for me to describe it, uh, promoting self-isolation, promoting reducing your carbon footprint, uh, promoting how much you consume, uh, lessening your impact on the earth. I cannot explain it any other way. I see that narrative already forming while we're experiencing this. So how does that tie into the artificial scarcity? Well, if you have governments that have endless amounts of money running up, buying up everything they can, leaving civilians with whatever the hell is left, we're going to think it's scarce. We're going to go to the government and whoever the hell else has the money and the food to give us to give us these things. That's that artificial scarcity. You see? Here, let me, uh, I just want to read this quick headline since we're talking about this right now. Uh, right here. It comes from News Punch by Nima Harris. Put this up March 31st. Uh, March 31st, it says Brits are now warned they need to prepare for blackouts. It says British households are being warned to prepare for blackouts by having warm clothes ready and keeping torches nearby as the coronavirus lockdowns continue. It says the power cut warning comes amid fears that staff shortages due to the sickness and self-isolation could lead to issues with the UK's power network. Then it goes on to explain all that stuff there. Uh, but that's where we're already at with, with, again, medical shortages because you can't recover people. People can't get back into work as fast as you would want them to. So people are having to cut back on days. Everything that we see right now, I just can't keep explaining it as that, or I can't, I can't explain it enough. Socioeconomic reformation, socio-political reformation. We're not making bombs, we're making masks. We're not making, we're, we're, we're not making chemtrails, we're making water purif purification. Where we're, where we're going in this shift, it seems kind of crazy, uh, because of just how much information is not there and the, and, and, and the trust that, that, that the government is trying to portray. That's why I said the government doesn't care about you. A lot of people are getting this this, uh, this stimulus check money. That's like a Band-Aid on a scar. It's a slap in the face. But that's, again, the, 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 the thief trying to get you to trust them. But 
I digress. Let me stay back on this. What we're talking about is consumption versus production. The technocracy, the scientific dictatorship, uh, hunger games, if you would prefer it that way, whether or not you're in FEMA region one, FEMA region two, FEMA region six, it doesn't matter. We're beginning to gradually start talking about uh, your carbon footprint, greenhouse gas emissions, and what humans impact is upon the earth. Uh, DGOS19 right there says, knock out all the power. That leads me to my next point. Uh, and this is something I'm trying to wrap my brain around. How to access us if the power forward slash internet goes down for three days, which leads to the next step or the next question of what about an EMP? Uh, what about 10 days of darkness? This is something that we see kind of floating around there. 10 days of darkness. So you, so you, so you see how this whole uh, artificially, artificial scarcity measure takes place. Uh, these austerity measures take place. You see how this all affects one thing after another. People don't go to work. Society begins to shut down. We have to, sh we have to begin to reform around the idea of people not going to work or working shorter, shorter days. You see how, this, how all of this just changes. It's no longer like, oh, we have all these freedoms. We have all these great things. Uh, we've, we've, we've got to change our spending habits, our daily habits, our consumption patterns, and so much more. You see how this is just a massive agenda to begin to just start changing people's mindsets. Basically, I don't have an answer for you right now on how to access us if the power force slash internet goes down for three days. Stay alive. But the 10 days of darkness, that's something I want to speak about. I don't know much on it. I see that it's a narrative uh, going out there. But this is, again, why I'm telling people to prepare. I don't know if it'll be an EMP attack from China. I don't know if it'll be us uh, launching it on ourselves. But it seems like it's already something that's going on out there. But I can't help but think about how during three, day, three to ten days of darkness, how it would make sense to basically hook up that 5G network and make it operational during that time frame so that whenever we came back online from that three to ten days of darkness, that the 5G system would basically be installed. And then even then, we're going to have even more deaths because it's actually going to be activated instead of just like localized. But that's a different discussion for a different day. What we're talking about basically is the scientific dictatorship and the technocracy, medical shortages, food, rationing supplies, and so much more. The resource wars. And we're in the beginning phases of that. You know, I wanted to talk about this right here. I wanted to talk about socialism for the rich and capitalism for the poor. Trying to insert the Green New Deal into the CARES Act and corporate fascism. But I think I might save that for next week. That way I can do a little bit more digging up on it. Because you got Trump, I guess, nationalizing the Fed. And I think that's a whole big deal that I've got to figure out how to explain to people. Uh, but I guess I just don't know what to do with all this, this stuff that's going on, man. I won't lie to you. I'm trying my hardest to like rack my brain about around everything that's happening, how fast things are moving, you know, uh, I'll just come out right and say it, you know, how much power Donald Trump and the president's seat is accruing, all of it. I'm just trying to legitimately figure out how to casually tell people, hey, the America that you grew up in, it's going right out the window. It's going right out the window. And, I, and people are seeing me over here on my phone. What I'm trying to do is find this, uh, this article from the Epoch Times, the Epic Times, uh, where it explains basically the socioeconomic reformation and socialism for the rich, capitalism for the poor, and co corporate fascism. Uh, but right here, I found it. It's by Tim Ozimek. 
They put it up March 30th. It says Fed see a $47 million, 47 million jobs lost in unemployment at 32%. And whenever I read that article headline and I, and I, and I just peruse it real quick, I can't help but think the only way that we're going to bounce back from this is by government jobs. And I, clearly, I don't want to even work for the government or do any of the bullshit. The only way we're, we're going to get back online is if we start taking government jobs. And again, I can't just I can't ignore the fact that everything I'm talking about is in Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. This is everything like the Democrats campaigned for, like the for the for the for, for the past two years, and we're just seeing it being intro, uh, we're seeing it being introduced, kind of in the aggregate, and nobody's talking about it. So I just it, it, it blows my mind. That's what I'm trying to say. It blows my mind in so many different ways, but I can't really sit here and talk about that for too much longer. So like I said, maybe next week we'll talk about that in the future. I'll get uh, I'll get that up and we'll talk about it. But just keep that type of stuff in mind. All of this is clearly organized. That's why I put that meme up from anti-state where they said, shucks, looks like there's a virus killing everybody. Let's lock down the entire country, forbid people from doing any business or any kind of trade, and then uh, say, look, this is why capitalism sucks. This is why we need socialism. It's like literally shooting yourself in the foot. That's why this is so dangerous. Uh, but we've, we've, we've got to continue on uh, with these topics. <laughs> 5G, silent weapons for quiet wars. I think a lot of people... I think a lot of people are, 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 are beginning to see the connection between 5G, coronavirus, and other things like that. But before I just go full tinfoil, I want to kind I want to kind of go back. I want to kind of go back and explain how a couple years ago, shucks, almost two or three years ago, three, two, three, or four, five, two. A couple years ago, I'll just say that a couple years ago, I was living, or I was renting this house uh, down here in Albuquerque, and sadly enough, I lived across from an ELF tower. And I, one day I stepped outside on my balcony, and the damn thing was ringing. And I had a nauseating headache. I literally felt like vomiting uh, and dying at the same time. And so that kind of spurred me into looking into ELF towers, wind towers, cell phone towers. And eventually stumbling across 5G. What we're talking about is altering the Earth's frequency. Uh, this is something I came into contact with as well. The Schumann resonance. Being able to tap into the Earth's frequency. Right? Ley lines. Magnetic ley lines. A, a, a grid. Crisscrossing across the entire globe. People over here messaging me. A grid. Crisscrossing the entire globe. And then when you look at... Uh, the 4G towers, the cell phone towers, and so much more, some of these towers are on that very same ley line. So what I'm trying to say is there's a natural uh, a natural resonance and frequency that we all tie into that's global, the collective consciousness, as, you would, as some people would want to call it, Earth's frequency, Earth's heartbeat, the human resonance. Uh, A.F. Wood Jr. just said harp. Yeah, uh, yeah, harp. You know, other 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 frequency uh, other frequency manipulation organizations. Five G basically takes that very same principle, and shoots it into overdrive. When you're looking at silent weapons for quiet wars, 
You're looking at them being able to insert thoughts, emotions, feelings, remote mind control, and more using this technology. I think it was in 2000, either 16 or 17 on April, and we posted about it. The Homeland Security remembered. It was like on 420. I thought it was a joke. It wasn't a joke. It came out with documents and articles. On 420, like in 2016 or 2017, they released documents talking about how they had the ability to conduct remote mind control and how that ties into, again, uh, 5G, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, ELF Towers. But what we're basically talking about, if you want the truth, is still the technocracy, still, uh, I don't want to say like the electromagnetic, the electromagnification of the planet or the electroportation of the planet, but we're basically talking about scientists who have been able to figure out how to hijack the natural frequency of the planet and manipulate it for their very own purposes, whether it be, you know, a, a, a weather modification or human modification. One of the things that I thought was very trippy surrounding this whole coronavirus crisis is whenever Bill Gates stepped down from Microsoft. And for people who don't know, Bill Gates has actually teamed up with Harvard to spray uh, calcium carbonate. Yeah, calcium carbonate into, is it carbonate? Chalk. Trying to spray chalk into the sky in order to reflect the sunlight. Now, whenever he stepped down from Microsoft, I kind of thought, wow, that's kind of crazy. During all this craziness, all the other CEOs stepping down and even Bill Gates steps down. Well, what's that about? I couldn't help but make the comment that it's like we are the new computers that he wants to work on. Then I got this fantastic email from one of our followers. And this is why it's important that people really try to contact us and send us messages because we get hundreds of DMs every day. I don't want to sound like a douche, dude, but you've got to figure out a way to, to, to bypass that and get the message to us. Uh, too many people send us YouTube videos and nonsense that we really can't, we, we, we really can't spend time on. Uh, but we had a, we had somebody send us this article from cointelegraph.com that talked about Bill Gates or Microsoft filing a patent for crypto mining and using a, a crypto mining system using human body activity. Think about that. You, you, DGhost19 says Bill Gates ID2020. Well, think about that because he wants to be able to insert that chip into your hand like it's the mark of the beast or whatever. How are you going to get your cash? Don't worry, Bill Gates has, a, has, has something designed for that. To literally turn your body into a, 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 a crypto mining service. It's like, it's like literally, like think about this. You no longer go to work to work for dollars and you know cents, right? You, 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 you do physical activity in order to generate cryptos, in order to generate digital money. It's like you lose your, it's like you use your energy, your physical body's energy, to generate digital currency. It's fucking nuts. Here, let me read a little bit of this and I'll try to uh, get it into the article if you guys are curious. Uh, but this is put up by Anna Alexandra. They put this up four days ago and it's uh, from Cointelegraph. Uh, the article title says, Microsoft files patent for a crypto mining system using body activity data. This is nuts, dude. It says tech giant Microsoft is looking to develop a cryptocurrency system which enables individuals to mine cryptocurrency using their body activity data, limiting the need for specialized mining machines. Microsoft published a dubbed uh, Microsoft published a patent dubbed quote 
currency or cryptocurrency system using body activity data on March 26th. Their paperwork details a method of crypto mining, uh, which exploits data associated with a user's body activity to exercise a new form of proof of work. The document further details that, quote, from example, a brainwave or body heat emitted from the user when the user performs a task provided by an information or service provider, such as viewing advertisements or certain internet services, can be used for the mining process. And I'll put the, I'll put the link for that in the description bar below. Uh, but basically what we're beginning to talk about is the cash to society. RFID, remote frequency identification chips, the cashless society, the technocracy, the mark of the beast, being able to provide people with, with uh, that new form of income, with digital currency, fake monies. You see, numbers, z ones and zeros in the system. You see why 5G is so much more complex than you think. Like, Think about it like this, dude. I, I, I guess I'm beginning to wonder because this is all in Agenda 21, Codex Alimentarius, Rex 84, all this type of stuff. When are the robots coming? When are the robots coming to save the day? You see what I'm saying? We're already seeing it in China where you got drones shouting at the elderly to get back in home. You got California purchasing Chinese-made drones to do the very same thing in California. You got drones in New York flying over parks and shit telling people, hey, get the hell back in your homes. When are we gonna see the full deployment of robots to come come save the day? You see, but the internet of things, the, the, the technocratic tape takeover, the robot uh, revolution, that can't happen without 5G. That can't happen with, without the internet of things. That can't ha happen without them gradually trying to insert this tool and system of control. You see, people will rebel. People will, 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 will say no uh, to unconstitutional orders, uh, to illegal orders and things like this. Robots, nah, they, they follow code. So again, I'm just asking, because we're seeing so much blowback, we're seeing so much confusion, what's gonna happen whenever the robots come out? You see, the robots will enforce quarantine. The robots will enforce uh, environmental security measures. The robots can do all these different types of things. That's why this is dangerous to me, because of the slippery slope that we're on. How much time do we have left? Uh, about as much as we need to make. I really, um, I really want to, uh, I, I, I want to, I do want to speak more on the connection between coronavirus and 5G. I'll uh, kind of just do like a quick, uh, a quick plug into it, or just talk about it real quick. And again, some of the other stuff that I'm seeing with 5G, because now we're getting information uh, that the coronavirus attacks men's testicles. That's great, right? We're figuring out that this virus is now mutated to a point where people's testicles are being fucking destroyed. That's great. But see, the crazy part is, is that's also a factor with 5G. Now, what are the things that I'm seeing with, with, with 5G, coronavirus, and so much more is it's 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 crazy, you know, from the fatigue, the muscle spasm, the itchy skin, the ADHD, all these different types of things. It's crazy to look at it. Um, and I've been telling people I'm trying to wrap my mind around how to explain this to people. But what we're seeing with 5G is 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 devastating, and I think that's why people are trying to wrap their heads around it. Um, and that's why I said even before that. 
during that three to 10 days of darkness, that would be the perfect time for them to basically make the 5G systems operational. You know, we already have 5G here in New Mexico. We have different 5G operations going on worldwide. Uh, one of our exclusive members have actually made the point that what we're seeing in China might not actually be 5G. It might be 6 or 7G. You know, they already have a social credit score system. They already have all this stuff operational. We're seeing here that we're having some kind of pushback. So that might be why we're kind of seeing this 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 whole narrative become convoluted. But I really want to I really want to talk more about that in the future. I don't really have a a, a, a presentation together to explain it in a in a concisive way. But you get what I'm trying to say. I wish people would do this, and I know they won't. Uh, but I really wish people would go back to at least like season eight, season nine, and possibly even season seven of our show. And hear us talk a lot about uh, the Schumann Resonance, ELF Towers, Gwyn Towers, Cell Phone Towers, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, Manipulating Earth's Frequencies, Humans' Frequencies, uh, and everything else like that. That's one of the reasons why we talk about chemtrails, uh, Bill Gates, and so much more. Why they're spraying aluminum, barium, and strontium in those chemtrails over the sky uh, and creating things like Morgellons so that they can get the aluminum in your body to mess with your biofrequency. Like, think about it. Who came up with the concept of staying six feet away? And I was thinking about this when I was on the hike today because uh, the collective evolution did a great presentation about the auric field, the etheric field, how much energy and how far out your, 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 your aura goes. I'm not, I'm not saying it goes six feet, but think about this. They keep us six, six feet away from people. We're not able to authentically connect. We're not able to authentically communicate. We're not able to share vibes, share emotions, share things like this. And now, because people sit up over here and practice social distancing, you've been engineered to stay away from human, to stop any human behavior. That's why this is so dangerous in so many different ways. And that's why I'm trying to say, like, 5G is just one aspect of it. Yeah, for sure. But people don't understand how humans emit their own uh, electromagnetic field, you see. And so <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on with this. Is is the, is the simplest way to say, we don't have much time, uh, so I'm going to fly through the QAnon, the QAnon phenomenon. Is it controlled opposition? You know what the state of truth seeking is, and like that. And I'll try to figure out how to end this transmission or this segment of the transmission talking about this question. I thought the economy is God. Why are they having us? Why are they ruining everything? You know, a couple weeks ago, uh, shucks, I think two. Three weeks ago, I got up over here and you guys saw me put on my coronavirus mask and had my pot up here and I was stirring the pot because I had posted uh, that cryptic message from the QAnon folks about how dozens of CEOs, and we, we totaled it up, it was like 1,480 CEOs from 2019 up until now had resigned from their posts. I put that post up. And it's like I kicked a hornet's nest because I got a lot of people thinking, oh, crap, Freedom Faction's falling off on the, the QAnon trail. Like, oh, he's, he's bitten into this. And now I'm seeing all kinds of news outlets and pages stay stuck on just, oh, QAnon, QAnon, QAnon. The problem is y'all have never really heard me say anything about QAnon at all. I don't really research QAnon and, and look for cryptic messages at all. I don't trust the plan at all. But whenever I see stuff that's in alignment with what we're talking about, I'm going to bring it to your attention. The same, <laughs> the same way whenever I talked about USA Today and them saying that Bill Gates did not host Event 201 and, not, and that he didn't plan for the coronavirus, it would be intellectually immature and mentally dishonest for me to not talk about where my research is pointing to. 
And so whenever I see QAnon posting things like this, it would be intellectually immature and mentally dishonest for me to not talk about where my research is culminating. You get me? So no, I'm not biting off into the QAnon phenomena, but I do think it's something that people should be, aware, uh, uh, be, be cautious of. Because when you have an entire generation of truth seekers, individuals like myself, I would hope, that want to know what's going on, saying don't do anything, trust the plan, that's dangerous to me. Don't ever trust anybody to be like your, your, <laughs> your guiding light. You get me? Don't ever, this is, oh my God, this is why I have so much of an issue with the whole stay woke phenomena, because you, you stupid bastards, you have to learn something new every day. You can't just rely on some cryptic internet messaging platform board thingy, some forum to provide you with information. You've got to go do the due diligence, find your own information, put the dots together yourself and start asking the deeper questions. Don't trust the plan. You're going along with the program. You're just as bad as these damn people we're talking about. You're just as bad as the Democrats, the Republicans, and all these cocksuckers. That's the problem. When, and, and I get it. Trust, trust the plan. The arrests are coming. Do you understand how dangerous that is? Like, I think that's why I trip out with, with, with the New Agers, dude. Is because, look, it's all about peace, love, light, positivity, and unity. But what the hell are you doing to make that happen? You're not doing anything to make that happen. You're just standing in a corner, blissing out. It's the same thing with the QAnon folks. You're sitting over there trusting somebody else to do the work for you, and that's why we're in this position. So forgive me if I get a little bit testy when I talk about how we're not, <laughs> there's not enough people stepping up. I shouldn't get up over here getting frustrated talking about how we need to take our health back. This is, this is stupid. Is, Q, is, uh, <laughs> is QAnon telling you, to get a little bit more healthy. Now, I'm glad you said that, Zarek. I'm glad I'm just as bad as them because that means I'm influential. Is QAnon telling people to get their health uh, in check? Is, is, is QAnon telling people to, 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 to have organized civil disobedience? Is QAnon telling you to, that you have rights? Like, this is the problem. People are trusting all these other pages and everybody else, these, uh, these organizations, these outlets. Trust the plan. Somebody else will do it. That's dangerous. I can't express that any more than that, dude. It's, it's dangerous to just see this kind of laissez-faire, lackadaisical approach towards getting answers. It's very dangerous. Uh, like when I come up over here, I'll say this and I'll, I'll, and I'll try to start closing stuff out for you guys. When I get up over here and I talk about being here for like several years, stumbling into this, wanting to figure out about UFOs, <laughs> aliens, the alien abduction phenomena, uh, and all this other strange stuff, that's 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 the journey. Everyone know QAnon? You see what I'm saying? It's it's your enlightenment has to be a journey. It's not about the destination. And people are trusting QAnon to give them the destination that it's at the end. You don't have to do anything. You just gotta wait. Trump's got it. it it's cool. That's dangerous to me, because the same way that you have hardcore Republicans who are just like Trump is the second coming of Christ. He's gonna battle a deep state. I don't got to worry about anything. You're turning off. You're no longer being active. You're no longer, you're no longer living. You're no longer fighting. You're no longer getting engaged. You're, you're blissing out. That's the problem. We have a lot of people well-meaning in their, in, their, uh, in their intentions, but blissing out because they expect everybody else to take care of these things. Trust the plan. That's very dangerous. Sure, the arrests are coming. What are you doing to make sure that that's happening? You see. So I guess I, I see... Uh, I see the state of truth seeking in a dangerous place because all the things that people are asking questions on, they could actually fight against 
but because they're trusting the plan for somebody else to fix it, nothing's happening. And if anything, the plan is still going along. Like, I, I think this is an easier way for me to explain it. You've got these QAnon folks legitimately saying martial law is good. They're going to arrest deep staters. Even if that's the case, there is no conspiracy theory that would justify to me why we need martial law. I'm trying to say, too, if this if, if the coronavirus is just a bioweapons attack, admit that. Let's get into a war footing. That's the problem with all this uh, 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 misinformation, fake news, cryptic message delivery. Ugh. Trust the, that's that's the problem is people don't actually get uh, based in reality with their approach towards these things. When I tell you to vote with your dollars, vote with your lifestyle, I'm not telling you to trust the plan. I'm telling you to come up with your own goddamn plan. Don't even trust the system. Think for yourself. But see, that's the problem. The QAnon folk need people, need, need followers. And so I've never really delved into that. I've never really touched on it. But I do feel like it is something that requires attention today. You can't trust other people when it comes to your information, or you can't, what's a better way to say it? Say it. When it comes to critical and controversial information like this, teaching yourself not only how to research, but connect the dots, put the pieces together, and do all kinds of different things like this, that's got to be a skill that you learn yourself. You can't trust somebody else to give you unabated, unbiased information, even me. I'm a regular person. Sometimes I get frustrated and emotional. So this is why you have to go do your own different type of work. You see, trusting the plan is, is I, don't trust, I don't trust nobody. Don't trust government. Don't trust a lot of people on, on, on social media, period. That's all I'm saying. And I guess because I show my face, I get up here and I show you, I talk about where I've been, who I am, what I'm trying to do, this, that, and the third. I don't trust some shadowy, uh, some shadowy known, named anonymous individual who says they have all the answers. I just can't do that. I trust people who have skin in the game and are just as committed as me. That's all. Uh, so not sure how much time I have. Obviously, I didn't get to the last bit of this uh, this transmission or this last this, this question. If anything, I'll do that in the next transmission. Why have they ruined everything they forced us to believe? I thought the economy was God. I'll talk about that in the next segment. Uh, but I want to say this to begin to start closing out this segment for you guys. I think people are generally worried about the coronavirus and they have right so they have every reason to be to, to be worried. This is obviously some terrifying stuff, but at the same time I think people should be worried about what the government is going to do. What these totalitarian uh, uh uh corporate fascist entities are going to do. And you've got Johnson and Johnson who literally got like sued last year because their talcum powder uh, uh, gave men breasts and cancer. And you got these people behind a vaccine development. That's, that's sketchy. But because so many people don't know what's going on, they're scared, they're worried about these different types of things, thinking that the government's the only people that can provide them with the solution, that's dangerous. I mean, too, just, just, just last week, think about it. I forget which governor it was, but the guy banned hydroxychloroquine. And I'm not saying that's a cure. I'm not saying that's the panacea in any, or anything. But what we're beginning to see right now is such a push from governments to control not only information, cures, uh, transportation, and more, that it's crazy. So I would hope that this, uh, I would hope that this little experiment in socialism kind of wakes people up to show them why the government needs less power. Why, 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 why this much uh, authoritative power and influence in somebody's life is dangerous. Like, 
I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding when I'm telling you part of me is legitimately worried to see where our country is going. When you have Rhode Island police hunting down New Yorkers who were seeking refuge, what is that? You got two, and I, and I posted this, and I'll talk more about this on this on this week on the podcast episode. And on the flip side, you have armed vigilantes in Maine cutting down trees to quarantine people from New Jersey. This this hysteria, this snitch culture, this 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 scarcity mindset, this survivalism that's being promoted is very dangerous, dude. This the, the freedom that we the freedoms that we enjoyed. We're not going to have them through this because we don't have a lot of freedom-minded people who want liberty. You have that being like replaced by, oh, their liberty endangers me. You see, their freedom that they shouldn't have, or that they, or the freedom that they have, they shouldn't have that. That endangers me. This is why snitch culture is getting real cool. That's why all this is dangerous. Jimmy D. Block just said it, spineless pussies, cowards. So what's going to happen, gang, because the timer just popped down, is we're going to take a quick uh, a quick maybe two to five minute break, and then we're going to come back with your guys' calls, join-ins, and questions, and more. Uh, maybe I'll start up the next transmission answering this question, uh, but I want to go ahead and close this out. I've got about a minute and 30 left with you good people. I want to say thank you for tuning into this edition. I will be back here again next week with you, talking about more, hopefully coronavirus-free uh, trying to bring, bring clarity to what's going on. If you guys want to support this operation, think about joining our Patreon exclusive membership program, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. You get access to these types of transmissions, music, archive seasons, uh, store discounts, and so much more. There's a lot of different things that we're doing, and it's all designed to give you guys that comprehensive view of what's happening. I don't know everything. That's why we're about to take a break and come back with your guys' questions and calls so we can ask these types of questions and more. Uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noisera, Freedom Faction, out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.